Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, Happy New Year from the About Last Night podcast. It's your buddy Brad Williams, and before we get to the show, just real quick, wanted to say thank you for continuously rating us on iTunes, thank you for leaving comments, thank you for emailing us, thank you for telling friends about the show, and thanks for sticking with us while we've had a couple of technical difficulties. We're going through a little bit of a transition here at the About Last Night podcast, and there's a few kinks to be ironed out. But don't you worry, we will iron them out and we will have this baby up and running smooth as ever. We got some great times coming up on on the podcast. We got Kevin Nealon as a future guest, Judah Freelander, and Brittany Furlon, the number one person to follow on Vine. Just a couple more quick things. Be sure to, whenever you go to the Amazon.com to do some shopping, First, go to aboutlastnightpodcast.com, click on the Amazon banner, and then shop as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and you'll be kicking down a few extra shekels to me and my buddy Adam Ray. Speaking of Adam Ray, go to his website, adamraytv.com, and find out when and where he'll be performing. He's got some dates coming up at the Mystic Lake Casino, January 13th, I'm sorry, January 17th and 18th in Prior Lake, Minnesota, and also Adam will be at the Comedy Castle in Royal Oak, Michigan, January 23rd, 24th, and 25th. You can follow Adam Ray on Twitter, at Adam Ray Comedy. Me, you can find me at FunnyBrad on Twitter, bradwilliamscomedy.com, and you can see me headlining the Columbus Funny Bone, January 23rd through the 26th, and the Baltimore Comedy Factory, January 30th through February 1st. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And now please enjoy this great episode with Lisa Kudrow. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a no It's about last night. There you go. Night. Oh, you sound good. Can you hear yourself? <laughs> now you're in. I can't. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can either, uh, you can take the mic out and hold it, or you can just uh, pull, pull that little thing towards you. And you can <clears throat> cough into it, too. Throat, you so. can cough into it. Yeah, why this not? Is, this is your All episode. Right. You can do whatever you want. And you get you have to get really close to yeah. it, too, don't you? you? Can, yeah. That's why you can pull it closer to you. Right. It doesn't have to stay on that little... Uh, this table on the noise count canceling <laughs> mat. Yes, we're very we're very scientific here with uh, the coasters shaped as bread slices. You know who gave me those? No. Uh, uh, Sandy from the movie. Oh really? Toast. They're called toasters. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> you um, call her Sandy. Oh, you know, you know, they work together. They're cool. Yeah. They're they're. You know what's funny people the know. people when uh, after that would be like, do you call her Sandy now? I'm like, is that like a known thing that like if you become like that, 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 the name changes for the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know her. She's, yeah. All I know is she's really talented. But Melissa was 
Who I just met. Oh, really? I just met her Saturday oh, night. The coolest, right? Yeah. Where, uh, yeah, where, really where'd you meet her at? A party. A dinner party. See, Brad, when you get to that level of fame, you get to go to really cool parties. Oh, it was our one, one day, dinner one party <laughs> the, of the year. Oh, really? Are, 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 are you not a person that goes out in Hollywood a lot? Are you sort of a, a, a homebody? Yeah. I, we don't go out. You don't go out? <laughs> so I can't search TMZ and find inappropriate pictures of you getting out of a car or anything like that? No. Darn. I mean, you can they're, search. They're, they're, <laughs> they won't have yeah. anything interesting. Just me sort of smiling at a camera. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you smile, there's no story. Yeah. It's not interesting. That's true. Uh, we, we, were, we were just talking to uh, another guest we have on how I think some celebrities f- feel almost a need now to do something outrageous and crazy to keep their name in the news. It's like, you don't really have to do that. You just keep putting out good work. Right. That helps. Right. You know, just, but that's hard to do. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, well it's easier to be a spectacle than to create a spectacle. Ah, uh, I think that. I did, think you, that did, uh, did you get that from a fortune cookie? No, I mean it sounds like I did from a bad one. <laughs> no, uh, but to answer your question, we did get to improvise a lot in the heat, and that was uh, awesome. But like, I'm sure as you know, like, I mean, it was my first experience doing that. So like, mm-hmm. there was, uh, you know, at one point when he had me hitting on uh, uh, Sandra in like the the booth of the club that I owned, and like he at one point Paul was just like, I'm gonna just let you go for like 15, like he just one take of like 15 minutes and just trying to impress her and hit on her and just be a, a sleaze ball. Mm-hmm. And then you know only pieces of that gets used. So like you watch it and be like, I said much funnier stuff, right. but like, <laughs> but uh, but that's just how it goes. But you right? were great. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you were really good. I, it's the beard. <laughs> yeah, and the true okay. religion genes. No, no, when you really right. look closer, that's what it was. That, that, that's the secret to all actors. Yeah, yeah. it starts <laughs> wardrobe, with <the> <laughs> yeah. wardrobe, and grooming. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I, I can I can honestly say that as a little person in Hollywood, I rely heavily on wardrobe. Yeah, because I just can't come in and like. Yeah, you, they don't just have they don't have clothes ready for me. That's like an effort. Oh really? Oh yeah. You have to bring in your own stuff. Oh, I bring in my own stuff a lot, and also. But you can sometimes. tell them your sizes, and then they have it. Yeah, and, and then and then they say, "Nah, that's too much work." <laughs> like, no. <"Whoa." laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're just like, "Well, Peter Dinklage hasn't played that part yet, so that costume doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> so uh, we're just gonna have to get your own." Yeah. But you know, that's all right. <laughs> But they, it, it, it makes it a lot easier. That and when they... Do you sew? <laughs> that's their question for you. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That's, we're so happy you're here. Do you sew? Yeah. We, uh, got, you... we gave you the part with an anticipation of some sewing abilities. Uh, this thought, is really a disappointment. <laughs> thought, yeah. uh, and uh, also your co-stars need adjustments too. We don't want to pay an actual costume designer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been on sets like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, and how long were you in the Groundlings for? I don't know. You don't know? I don't remember. I don't remember when I got in. <laughs> and I don't remember exactly when I resigned. But okay. I think I resigned when the Friends pilot got picked up, maybe, even. Oh, you were still in Groundlings when that happened? Maybe. You know, these maybe. Are, these are details that I we can ask so. our listeners to Google. Yeah, it, 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 okay. it, it, it all becomes... <laughs> who, was in, uh, who was in your class? Like, uh, anyone, that, in, in, anyone that we know? Well, um... Danny Glover? God, I hope so. Yeah. I've heard a rumor. Famous Groundling. The famous Groundling. <laughs> Glover. Um, he ended every Griffin. scene with, I'm too old for this shit. They're like, well, dude, you can just leave then, man, if you don't want to be a part of the scene. And blackout. <laughs> and every blackout. Yeah. Um, Kathy Griffin. Ooh. Mm-hmm. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. yeah, she was hilarious. And you know what she was the best at was um, in between uh, sketches when, you know, they needed to 
kill t- or not kill time, kill but time. they needed time for yeah. someone to change transition. Yeah, sure. And or I don't know, just to change the pace, and they would just send Kathy out because she was so great with the audience. That's awesome. Oh, so like, she yes. just go out and talk. She would just go out and talk. Well, and she even does that now. Like I think well, that's was what it. She does. That's what she does yeah. now. Because yeah. it was like last year she put out two specials in a yeah. year. No, she's which just, as a comic is just yeah, it's bananas. unreal. She's, she's in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most specials, the most comedy specials what? now officially. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I saw it on Bravo. Yeah, <laughs> then it's true. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Kathy just owns that network and can put out anything that she wants about that. So but, she probably honed her stand-up awesome. chops doing that, right? I mean, like, what great training? Yes, I mean that's what we used to talk about. I mean, she and I spent a period where we would talk on the phone for like two or three hours at like eleven o'clock at night. That's great. And um, just rehashing the day and I don't know what on <laughs> what there was Girl to stuff. talk about. Yeah, when you talk that long, when you talk for two or three hours, there's there's going to be a twenty minute chunk on slippers, just or or, so, <laughs> or something inconsequential. <laughs> like it's, it's know, not going to be all philosophical. But the guy version of that is going out and drinking till three in the morning, and exact- instead we would just be on the phone. <laughs> Yeah, your way is much cooler phone. and healthier. <laughs> right, and doesn't involve waking up in a dumpster the next day or, no. or waking up next to strange people. So, a lot uh, of laughing. I mean, it was a lot of laughs because well, she's obviously. so funny. Oh, well, sure, she's but, great. No, because she could talk to anybody in the audience and be hilarious and make fun of them, and they would still love her because she was so funny. So likable. Yeah. Yeah. So she was just, that's her gift. Uh, now, what what made you? Because you weren't on a path that was going for show business. You majored in biology. Biology at mm-hmm. Vassar. Yeah. So major major in biology at Vassar. Not exactly a major that screams. Well, this person has to be seen. <laughs> like uh, this, per- we we must hear from the artistic inspe- you know perspective of this person. Yeah. Uh, Anything so- funny happen in your lab today? Yeah. It's like oh. <laughs> You I must got, have heard that every day. I got a twenty-minute chunk on osmosis. Let me tell you, uh, photosynthesis. <laughs> People think it's not that funny, but uh, although we were funny, I have to say, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, one of my housemates was also a biology major, and this girl was a model, like a real model. What <laughs> a biology major that's when a model? When she started, like a Jamba Juice hand model, or like a no, no, no. G- Nordstrom jeans teen magazine. Like when she Whoa. started what? freshman year, it, you know, everyone was like. Now that girl, did she was on the cover of Teen. That's and a big deal. Gorgeous, this gorgeous, gorgeous. So girl. everyone just hated her, right? Like, no, oh great, you got model great. looks and she's, you're model. She's, she's a great person. Gorgeous yeah. and hilarious and really smart. And you know, we would do our laughs. She'd go, "What the fuck? I, I dropped the bottle of estrogen on my hand," and the teacher was like, "Holy shit! You know, that goes right through your skin." So I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, and I'm like, I'm white and sweating, going, you can't have estrogen. That's a lot of estrogen that got soaked into your body. That's a, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. Like, nah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they, See, but, they were fun. See? Yeah. Funny. Biology can be funny. You know, Hilarious. what I, I mean, I, in biology, would try to be funny, but that's because I had a, a, a lack of interest in the stuff. But, like, when we would dissect, like, the pigs, mm-hmm. I would, um, there was a girl in my group who was just, Petrified by the whole experience, so I took the pin mm-hmm. that you use to like pin down their limbs as your pith. the pith into the brain. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. And so I would take that little thing and put it on the bottom of the pig's lip, mm. and then. Um, oh, and I was thinking of frog. Yeah. Oh yeah, Never yeah, mind. yeah. Go but on. that one too. I I used all the animals as puppets. <laughs> right. And so this girl, as she was cutting them open, I would 
tilt the heads, uh, the pig's head up and then use the mouth and be like, hey, what are you doing? Stop cutting me open right now. And yeah, uh, we weren't that disrespectful. <laughs> How how dare you? That, I, uh, that that thing gave its life for science, I Adam. Know, it I know. Did. It did. <laughs> no, not by choice. <laughs> teacher was not happy with me. No. Very Maybe go in the hall. Still when I don't know if teacher still uh, send kids in the hall, but No, very disrespectful. <laughs> but, uh, as, and that's when Lisa left the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take I can, that kind of cruelty to pork. I can pinpoint the moment. <laughs> Um, I uh, so um, this is happening. I feel like uh, largely in part because of um, a mutual friend of ours who happens to be your nephew, mm-hmm. uh, Spencer. Well, you know both my nephew. You know Spencer Andrew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the the I mean the Whistler. The Whistler. Did you watch that? Yeah, I loved it. I you think were great. Oh, they, I mean, it was. I, I think I thought that was such a great idea for it. Was. A, right for yes. a show. Uh, well, one of her nephews did the uh, a web series, and mm-hmm. um, I mean. You know, maybe if uh, you know a handful of more movies, maybe I can help him get that made. But it was uh, the premise was what? Funny. Yeah, well, it was the um, he an was an idiot guy who thought you know he could make his mark instead of actually learning an instrument or <laughs> like yeah. honing any kind of craft or talent by whistling. Yeah, just this whistle, this group of whistlers. Group, and he forms a group of whistlers. <laughs> I mean, it's like seems like you should just walk in with a whistling theme song mm-hmm. and that premise, and sure. somebody should be like, well, "Get Hollywood on the phone." It was funny yeah. i thought it was so funny yeah yeah so stupid so stupid <laughs> and so uh and i remember and spencer's a big fan of comedy he's been just a great yeah. not only a great buddy but like one of those I, I mean you have a handful of especially when you're starting out and doing stand-up like i've been doing it seven years now and uh and it's like spencer you need those friends who just come out like and support yeah, and like yeah, even yeah. because especially you know he wouldn't come to like the uh open mics and stuff like that but like once i got into you know, some of the clubs, even when they're doing like bringer shows where you have to bring people to, to mm-hmm. come. And so he's come and still uh, up until now. So we've seen like the progression too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and I remember he did a show, he put on one at the John Lovitz Club. Uh, right, yeah. Who's a good buddy of yours. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I went up to John uh, and I was like, uh, the first time I met him when he opened the club, I was like, John, I, uh, I actually, uh, we have a mutual friend, uh, Spencer Sherman. He goes, Spencer Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, how is he? Is he still Jewish? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, you sound exactly like The thing about John Lovitz is that he never disappoints. No, he is always Lovitz. Yeah. I don't even think he was trying to be funny. It was just like, man, your cadence is, is on point. It's so funny. And yeah, he's still, he always taught, yeah. I, I mean, you know, he and my brother were best mm-hmm. friends growing up. So that's, oh God. Um, that's just how it always was. Like, Lisa, <laughs> have you had some wine tonight? Lisa, yeah, have you had some wine? Yeah, that's it. Because you seem to be whining. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Just that delivery. Uh, what was he, he? He and your brother were. How did they? Buddies in high school or what? Junior high. Oh, I think nice. they met when they were like okay. fourteen or younger. Younger. And so you're just around him all the time. He was at our house a lot. Yeah, That's yeah, great. yeah. And, and, like and, and, this, and this is in Southern California because you guys right. all all grew up here. Yeah. Locals. Yeah. Never had that moment where you got. 25 bucks in your bank account, you go, I'm moving to California with a dream. No. <laughs> no, we were already in California with a dream. Woo! In Tarzana. Oh, yeah. So, oh. That's not Hollywood, by the way. No, it's not. <laughs> For all you listeners, yeah. Where does um, Tarzana, like, how far from L.A.? Well, it's still, it's, like, it's L.A. County. I mean, right. it's still L.A. It's just it's the like valley. Pasadena? So it's oh, just okay. over the, no, over the canyon, you know, okay. and then west. Don't nice. worry. They they film porn there. It's still, it's yeah. still in the realm. They do now. I mean, it had been like Chatsworth or Canoga Park. Sure. And mm-hmm. then it 
started moving east. <laughs> well, as it does. And closer to the hub. <laughs> <laughs> and well, the, the better talent was out this way. So sure, uh, yeah, as as people know. Uh, and then John, so how when you so in being doing uh, biology at Vassar, and then mm-hmm. and your your mom was a travel agent, dad mm-hmm. was a doc, headache doctor, right? Headache specialist, yeah. So I mean, there's not. I mean, there wasn't. Where where did the comedy like come from? That like at least influenced you or made you want to get into it? Well. Or is the headache doctor world funnier than we know? Well, my, you know, I thought everyone in my family was really funny. Right. It always is kind of like that. Except for me. Because I was Except the youngest. Because I was the youngest. My, oh. you know, brother's six years older and my sister's eight years older. So I was always, you know, like yeah. the idiot youngest by a lot. Right. So Couldn't get a word really in. funny. So I would just sort of steal their stuff and bring it to school. And, you know, <laughs> it was much more mature than what the other yeah, yeah. first graders were talking about. Well, sure. You, you, you were coming in there with jokes about Excedrin. I mean, that's... <laughs> Which can only that's get like, you so far. Yeah, that's like, that's like, that's like the A so, material yeah. on the playground. Other kids had Dayquil bits. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, and so then, uh, was there like one, one experience, though, that like maybe got you interested in doing comedy? Or how did like acting... Oh, well, okay, so I yeah. did like to... I, Take I, us on the journey well, of the Lisa Kudrow yeah. story. Okay, if you're ready to sleep. Um, <laughs> everyone, turn your lights down low. Take deep breaths. And here we go. Uh, <laughs> my story. Lovely. Uh, <laughs> Narrated by Barry White right now. It would be really great. Yeah. Now, <laughs> you just do the prologue. I liked... In fifth grade, I took a like a play production or some play. I was in a play, and I mm-hmm. loved it. And yeah. I loved the attention. I loved being on stage yeah. and learning the lines. And I wasn't bad, I guess. I don't even know what it was. But then um, in junior high school, one summer, I took play production where we got to write our own sketches and come up with funny awesome. stuff. And I loved it. And that teacher, you know, thought that I was really funny. And I made a whole new group of friends, which yeah. was important because yep. I had been cast out of my previous group of friends. Why? So, I don't know. They got bored with me. It was junior high. I mean, you know. Well, look who's laughing now. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, junior, yeah, junior high kids fun. are so quick to kind of like form clicks and then oh, break, sure. break off. Or... I mean, you're, you're the nerd of the school. Then you, then you run around the halls with two, with two pizza slices on your eyelids. And all of a sudden, you're, you're the hit. <laughs> you're the king of the yeah. campus. Yeah. Not talking from personal experience or anything. <laughs> Not saying that that was my secret. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you know. yeah. but it was. That's, why, that's, that's why you're... what you meant by the story, right? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Okay. That's, that's why you're sponsored by Little Caesars, right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a fancy podcast. <laughs> it's a fancy podcast. I, mean, I, mean, I love that that would be the reason that we were a fancy podcast. Little sure. Caesars? Do you guys get free breadsticks? <laughs> Wait, I had no idea the caliber of programming. Yeah, you've was... got real money. <laughs> yes, so you get the $5 large pizzas for two bucks? Holy oh. shit, you're living. <laughs> Sometimes an extra liter of Sprite. <laughs> Diet Sprite, that is. Um, but it was fun, and I was very proud of my work. I mean, I did. I was. I wrote. But that's great that you got to create your own stuff and not just do Wizard of yeah. Oz again. Oh, my God. No, I mean, he'd have us do one thing that yeah. we had to do. You know. Yeah. But... Um, but no, I wrote a sketch on the on Family Affair, nice. which I mean I'm too young to have mm-hmm. seen it, you know, when it would originally have aired at yes. night. But I saw the reruns and it cracked me up, and I did a good job, I have to say, for That's like awesome. twelve or thirteen or however old I was. Yeah, you know? sure. I had Uncle Bill who was only ever saying, "Wow, French, I don't know anything about raising kids." <laughs> That's all he said. And <laughs> <laughs> but the, but 
<laughs> e- but even at that age, like because that's the age when kids are sort of finding their cliques and finding out what groups that, th- that they're going in, and everyone's always too cool to do anything. Yeah, that that's when it takes. It really is a brave thing to do, where you go up in front of those peers and say, "Yeah, this is something I wrote," and then you perform that because, man, this the pressure of if it doesn't go well. Well, yes, except I didn't ever think that it wouldn't go well. There you go. Cor- you no, have to have that confidence. You have to be a little delusional. For sure. <laughs> oh, a- you absolutely. Adam and I walk up on stage e- every night in front of 300 people and think, yeah, we're the funniest people in the room. That's incredibly to. egotistical. Bit, yeah. No, but you have to. Sure. Yeah. And, and also, I forgot that I was a girl, which is a b- big deal. Yeah. Because, you know, girls just it's weren't com- considered as funny. Mm-hmm. People aren't as comfortable laughing. Sure. Especially th- in 1970, whatever. Do you think it's gotten better? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's gotten a lot better. Well, yeah. That. Now now you look at your co-star of The Heat, which made $200 million at the box office. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. You, you know, you, wow. look at, you look at Melissa McCarthy, and she's pretty much the top, not comedian, like female, but she's one of the top comic actors yeah. in the business across the board. Yeah. And, no, but her Kristen Wiig and Tina yeah. Fey, Amy Poehler. No, sure. it's like, you know, lousy with funny women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In our industry now. It, it's great. And then when did you get into like cuz then you, you did improv, right? Sketch and improv. Well, I mean, I took a break from all of it, high school and college. Not one play. To focus nothing, on school. To focus on school. So I it was maybe a hobby be, at that time. Yeah, it yeah. was just that's a fun thing you can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then as you're becoming an adult, you have to, you know, take yourself a little more seriously. Right. Sure. Like, oh, crap, I got, I, I got rent and things like that that I have to no, consider. No, not in and... high school. No, I just thought I won't respect myself if I'm an actress. <laughs> wow. I wow. Yeah. yeah, I was tough. Was that any... <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was very Jeez, tough. Yeah. that's a very mature thought. <laughs> uh, well, wh- yeah, I mean, I was 30, you know, from <laughs> the time I was born, basically. <laughs> so. w- w- was with... With the jobs that your parents had, was it any, anything that you were thinking, like, I have to do this for them? No. Or was it just you were self-motivated? Self-motivated. Wow. Self-motivated, yeah. But after I graduated, and I was doing research with my father, like, real research. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be great to get published and then, you know, get into a good graduate program. Um, but then I realized, oh, you know what, I should, you know... You're only 22. You don't have a mortgage. You have no responsibilities. This is mm-hmm. the time you try right. acting. This yeah. is the time you do that. Good move. It was. It was a good <laughs> move. And I also had a weird thing that kept happening, you know, that I, I mean, I've, I've mentioned it before that, you know, I'd be driving around and I'd hear some promo on the radio for, mm-hmm. a, new, for a sitcom and they'd play their best joke. And I'd think, oh, God, they're just like hitting that joke so hard so over the top just <laughs> you were critiquing, critiquing it? it and saying Lisa remember to throw it away when you do it whoa and, and you I, hadn't even planned on uh, doing no, it no I hadn't and so I'd have that thought and then the next second was why would I what <laughs> when I do it had I'm you already like like seen the Friends finale in your head before it even <laughs> yeah, happened yeah right no kidding right. you remember in the, the, uh, the finale of the Phoebe. best show of all time yes <laughs> when you auditioned for Phoebe yeah. remember no, remember, smelly cat is <laughs> way funnier than smelly dog. Just, just remember that. that that's what the saying. You're like you're you're like a spokesman for the whole secret thing, where it's like visualize and anticipate. And it like, happened to me. I didn't. It was weird. And then I'd see someone on a talk show, and mm-hmm. I think, okay, when you're on Letterman, please don't. No do kidding. That. How, have you weird. applied that stuff that you had? Like I thought, like you had about that. Have you? Yeah, I I did. I yeah. mean. Like the first time you went on a talk show, were you still... Oh, that. 
No. Yeah. But um, no. And then when I decided to become an actress, I thought, now do comedy because I think the serious actors might take themselves too seriously, and I don't think mm-hmm. you can handle that. Yeah. But the comedy people must be more fun. And little did I know that the comedy people were way more messed up. Yeah, we're way more fucked know. up. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely we are. Well, you uh, got to leave something to learn. <laughs> and now, and did you look at other companies or did, 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 did someone just tell you, hey, Groundlings, that's the place John to go? John oh, John oh, 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 John did. Yeah, yeah. I called him and I said, okay, so I am going to be an actress after all. And he said, great, go to the Groundlings. That's where I learned the most. And was he... To, was he involved in Saturday Night Live at that point, or was he, he... had just gotten Saturday Night Live? Oh, he I had just, gotten, just gotten on the show and told her to do the Groundlings. Lorne yeah. Michaels loves me. Come to my club. I have excellent chicken wings <laughs> and Hawaiian shirts galore. Is he that easy, or are you both that talented? Uh, he, I'm terrible. You know at I'm not going to answer that. Yeah, that's I, really good. I no, do about three, yeah, yeah he, I do about three impressions. Right. I do. I do, really? Jay, I do Jay Leno a little bit, but it's more the head bob, really. No, and that's then, uh, good. Though. And then, uh, and then I do a little Tony Danza, which is just a little extension of my actual voice. <laughs> Lisa, it's good to see you. You never came on my talk show, did you, when I had it in New York? Oh, I would have loved to have had you. I didn't really have much of a monologue. I just talked about magazine covers. You know. Hey, I bet you'd do a good Matt LeBlanc. Oh, yeah. I, people got that. You know, my mom used to tell me, she's like, uh, you know, she's like, you know, you could have been Joey on Friends. She's that supportive Jewish mother that's just like, <laughs> any, cop, any cop show, you could be that cop. You know, you could be that... Uh, you could have been that pizza delivery guy in the porno, or what you know, or you could have been, uh, you uh-huh. could have been, you, you could have been Joey on Friends. Like, mom, I was, uh, I was twelve when that came out. Well, that would have made it that much more impressive, you know. Like, okay, well. I love that your mom is that supportive that she so, aims that she aims for the high roles. Like, you could have been Joey on Friends. My, mine's like, I saw that Christmas ad. There, there were there, there were three elves in it. Why weren't you one of those elves? They were all running after Santa. One kicked them. You could kick them. You've got a good kick, sweetheart. <laughs> You've got a good kick. Have they not seen you kick? Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the LeBlanc. I mean, what was? I, well, uh, how you doing? Yeah, oh, yeah. For sure. actually, people, I've done that before. <laughs> of course, you have. How you doing? There yeah, you go. My voice is too deep. This is the best. How that's no, but I mean, to really, once you really know him, though, he's really funny. He's really direct. He's like, why don't you fucking shut your trap? <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's so subtle and dry. Why right? do you shut your fucking trap? And that's just to the catering lady. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when I want to hear something from you, I'll ask. How's that? <laughs> I keep hearing. Is, is that story that's thrown around about um, people use it as, uh, as examples about how like you were going to like stop the biz and then friends happened? Oh no, that's not true. That's not true. No. Do you know that story circulates? No. <laughs> no. No. it's a good story yeah they were like <laughs> that's a good I just, one i can't probably 10 different people throughout uh my my journey in the last handful of years been like you know and when anytime you feel down i for sure my mom is one of those people you know because she pulls she'll be like hey just just like michael jordan does you know she read she'll read like one quote from somebody like that he you know he did at the free throw line when he felt the pressure he just said fuck it <laughs> and, he, and he had fun so I'm going to audition she's like just say fuck it and have fun well, like, she's right I know she, yeah she is that's a good one but she said she goes uh, you know she goes you know Lisa Kudrow you know was uh, was feeling the pressure of the biz and was about to just call it quits and then friends happened I was like do you know this for a fact oh it's people know that that's what happened <laughs> <laughs> people know yeah. I, you know that's what everybody knows yeah but so, yeah, I mean, that's not true <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, but, but she's that's totally not wrong. True. She's <laughs> like, no, I was never going to quit. I'm too damn good at this. Yeah. Why not? No, <laughs> that's not why. Because uh, you had a handful of TV stuff up until that point, right? Yeah, yeah. I had. I, um, I mean, I, I was. I got fired from Frasier. 
All right. I was, um, you know, in, re- in re- rehearsing with them to shoot the pilot, and then they came to their senses and fired me. What? And, you know, put Perry Gilpin in the role, because that's who they originally wanted. And, and where's Perry Gilpin now? She's doing great. Damn it. <laughs> she, was, uh, she was after all on Frasier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know if you know, Brad, if you have a television. Was that, really was, was, that, was that a popular show? It stayed on for a while. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Oh, for really? God, oh, for God's sakes, Niles. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only line uh, I know. One Emmys every five minutes. Like, even when they weren't giving out Emmys, it won Emmys. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, it's been about two and a half hours. We should give, we should give <laughs> yeah. Frasier another Emmy. Let's acknowledge Frasier again. Yeah. Let's acknowledge him. Kelsey, acknowledge, acknowledge Kelsey might get a little anxious. <laughs> yeah, no, let's give another Emmy. Why not? Use three syllables. Three now, it's a good um, how, it was a good show. Yeah, it was. When, took place when, in Seattle. When you're, when, when, where I'm from. Uh, yeah, that's why. Uh, that's actually what actually got me that. initially into it. No yeah. shit, Frazier. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I was like, oh, that's where I live. There's <laughs> one shot every six episodes of a place I kind of know. You know? Oh it, wow. Yeah. And it been? made you feel like maybe I could. Yeah, a little bit. I was like, if Kelsey Grandma can do it. No, I mean. <laughs> Kelsey Grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, yeah. I was five and I knew that. Um, uh, how did you, like, how did you deal with that? Because to be on a pilot and then to be, you said, replaced. It was devastating. Yeah. Cause, like, because, I mean, people, like, it, people tell you, oh, don't take it personal, don't take it personal. But it's kind of impossible not to because someone's literally saying, we like this person more than you. Yeah. And I mean, so. Well, it wasn't so much that. It was just the, the bigger fear was, you know, maybe you're just one of those unlucky people. Sure. Who will never make it. Yeah. And that's sad. You know, that, <laughs> sure. but I don't, I think, you know, the thing that kind of snapped me out of it, I was just, I was really. Yeah, of course. I was down about it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I was in such a state that I would sort of, you know, get dressed every day and then walk to Michelle Richard, which was a great French bakery, and get mm-hmm. a chocolate croissant and then walk back. To, you know, and, yeah. and all that walking around outside, I was getting blonder and blonder. Mm-hmm. And then I would just have the colorist match that. And then, like, within three months, I was blonde. So that was a good thing. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you look for anything, you know. But... The thing that snapped me out of it was a, like a few days later. Uh, do you know who Richard Kind is? That sounds really yes. actor, Richard Kind. Oh. I met him when I had done I had done a guest on Mad About You. And oh, great on that, by the way. Richard Kind talks like this. <laughs> if you've never met him, he's fantastic. Yeah. he's really funny. So he. Oh, Richard Kind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that he's. Uh, oh yeah, dude. He was, was on, on Curb a, all yeah, the time. Curb your yeah, yeah. He's uh, great. So good. Great so actor. I had done a guest on Mad About You where I played, mm-hmm. you know, Paul Reiser's date named Karen, and so I met Richard and. And you were the aloof uh, uh, waitress. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> I had just done this one guest star, and we'd become we'd become friends. And so he called me. He said, "I just heard you got fired from Frasier." He said, I don't know how you get up in the morning, (laughs) get out of bed, get dressed, and even get out of the house. I wouldn't be able to do it. And I thought, well... But I do do it, so maybe I'm not so bad off. Yeah, so sure, maybe sure. I'm doing pretty good. Now, did the, sure. call, did the phone I've call just it, did it just end with that? And then it was, you should be feeling awful. Goodbye. Like, did, <laughs> it was, was it uplifting? Like that. It was, yes, because it made me laugh. It was so right. ridiculous. Right. It was like, I'd hang my head in shame. I mean, you know, not sure. exactly, but... but To the I, point to where you're like, oh, I guess I'm supposed to be, I guess because I'm not yeah, I as down in the dumps. Yeah, I remarkable at coping. Yeah. <laughs> if that's how I'm supposed to sure. feel. Sure. It actually made me feel much, much better. That's great. And then Thickened I, your wall. And what? It thickened your wall of like being able to take 
Yeah. That type so of. So maybe I'm like, okay, that's good. And then hearing from people that I respected, you know, who were like, well, don't worry about it. All right, so you didn't get that. Big deal. You'll do something else because you're good. And, you know, Robin Schiff, who I knew from the Groundlings, she later mm-hmm. um, wrote and produced <laughs> Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Hilarious. And, you know, she also, she had said, you know, I know you might not even want to hear it right now, but, you know, one door closes, another one opens, or mm-hmm. it, it really is true. I was like, uh-huh, thanks. Of course. <laughs> yeah. You know. You don't want to hear it, but like that, I mean, that really, you have to. My get oven's to a- on. I have to, you know, stick <laughs> right. my head in it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't that bad. Sure. But, um, but any, so I just would, I, I really used that stuff to keep me up. You yeah. Know, like, well, mm-hmm. Conan, my friend Conan thinks I'm funny, and he's about to go do his late night show. In New York, so he's really good, and if he thinks I'm funny, then I'm gonna be okay. You, you know, were in, uh, that kind of you stuff. were in a sketch group with Conan, or uh... <laughs> yeah, well, before that we were. Yeah, okay. I heard you. I heard you say in some interview that like you used him. You thought he was really funny, so you used him as kind of like a gauge. Yeah, I, that's. I think that's such a genius move because it's like that's. I mean. If, you know, and obviously, look where he's gone off to. But it's like to yeah, have. I wasn't a, wrong, right? He is really funny. Yeah. He is really smart, and he was writing for Saturday Night Live. And why he's know. in your group at that time? No, 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 no. What would he do that was that made you go? Oh, that's something that I like. Well, improvising, you know, just in class. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he was actually the reason my first improv class. The Growlings wouldn't take me, so I had to go to another class. Cynthia Segetti the mm-hmm. teacher she's unbelievably good I like that name Cynthia Segetti yeah she was great and um and I and this first class I thought well this is all just really embarrassing everyone's sort of sure. like throwing a space ball around and <laughs> making way too much of it yes some of the and improv games can get can get ridiculous if you're just walking in for the first time and not really expecting it right and also and just people seeing bringing, how people are doing it yeah like really big really big and you know heightening with stakes to emotional adjustments now they're sad throwing right. the ball and I was like oh no <laughs> I don't that's not you were always more so that I whole like throw that. it away subtle dryness I mean you were always kind of that was your I want. That's what I was hoping to do, but you know, I thought, well, all right, this is. I don't know how. That, uh, it's not going to work. Yeah. So I was late coming to the next class because I wasn't even sure I was going to show up. <laughs> and but I did, and I sat there, and and she was like, "You want to get on stage?" Like, no, no, I don't want to interrupt. Mm-hmm. I'm too polite. So I sat in the audience and watched, and there everyone was being embarrassing, sort of lifting a disc all together, <laughs> except for the this one guy who was lifting a disc, and it looked like he was lifting a disc that wasn't there. And I went, that's what commitment means. Oh, that's what that wow. means. And it's not embarrassing at all. It's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, introduced myself to him, and it was Conan, and I just thought, all right, so you just stick with him mm-hmm. and, you know, wow. do what he does, and... You know, you can identify with him. You don't have to identify with, you know, some of these other people. Sure. <laughs> making a little too much of no, but, right. but, no, but I think we can say true. who one of those other guys was. It was Danny Glover. And he might be a great actor, <laughs> but he's a terrible improviser. <laughs> he butchered every scene. He followed you from class to class. He's getting too old for this shit. He's getting too old for this shit. <laughs> he was like, that's my go-to. Like, Danny, you got to stop using that. <laughs> anyway. Blackout. Yeah. <laughs> Then, well, if you're going to do a callback, I'm going to do a callback. That was great. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'm fine. We've done podcasts before. You're good. Yeah, exactly. Perfect community <laughs> timing. And, and and was there a... I mean, no, I, I asked that question already. Was, oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he just got out of prison two days ago. Really? Yeah. Sh- oh, wow. I, I I shanked like three people, but uh-huh. but now but they didn't die because because I shanked. shanked them. Yeah, and I and I shank it's, uh-huh. it, it. It's just on the thigh. There's no like on mate. the shank. You shanked the shank. Exactly. Okay. That you was my calling card. 
shanker. I shank the flank. You're a flank shanker. <laughs> you flank shanker. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> oh my god. I'm embarrassed for me too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have That's to be. all right. Not at all. Uh, and then when? How long after Groundlings does does Friends happen? Is there? Oh, a while. Okay, a while. Okay. Uh huh. So. After the Fraser, th- I'm chewing gum. You're everybody. good. Yeah. Can you? Do you want to pull the mic even a little closer? You can. Really? Yeah. Like that. Awesome. All right. You can even pull the, the little thing if it's if you what? want. What? Yeah. Oh. All the way towards I'm you. I had to do so many things. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So um, after I got fired from Fraser, mm-hmm. and I started running out of money. Sorry to bring that up again, by the way. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, then I got a call. So Danny Jacobson at Mad About You. You know, he remembers when you were on last season and they're asking you to come in. It's, you know, in an hour. I don't have the sides. I don't know what it is. The character doesn't even have a name. It's called a waitress. And I don't think you should go, said my agent. All right. (laughs) And I said, well, I don't think I say no to work right now. Right. And especially in that in that scenario. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I didn't know what it was. It was a waitress. It was two lines. Sure. But it's work. And at the time. I needed the money, yeah. and it's a great... That was my favorite show, Mad About You. Yeah. One of the best written shows so on good. TV. Good for yeah. you to take control of your career like that, too, because there's. I feel like a lot of people... I mean, I went through this the first handful of years where knowing when to speak up with your representation, and you're right, like... Right, because you think, well, they know better. They know like, better. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I went, and I just remember thinking, okay, you'll just... As I was driving there, just... Listen and respond and be funny. Just listen and respond and be funny. And it was. It was just waitress. And I, you know, did my two lines and was funny. And by the end of the week, Danny Jacobson said, now, would it be all right with you if I had you in five more episodes? (laughs) I was about to look for a day job. I was about to go like, all right, well, I've never been a waitress before. Maybe I should try. I don't know. I I need a day job. Sure. And I didn't have to. I almost started crying. Like oh my god, that's unbelievable! Yes, you can put you have my permission <laughs> to put me in five more episodes. Yeah, like, yeah. Let me check with my agent first. Nope. Who didn't want me to go on this? Let me see if he's okay with that. <laughs> well, and so then because I was on Mad About You, one of the writers on Mad About You was Jeffrey Cleric. Okay. Jeffrey Cleric's boyfriend is David Crane. Wow. David Crane and his writing partner yeah. Marta Kaufman wrote the pilot, which would become Friends. Friends, yeah. So that's how he. At, called me in, you know. The producers were calling me right. in to audition. So what was that process like? I mean, did you go straight to the producers? Yeah, yeah. But you, st- even though, so you go to the producers and then, you know, there were like three or four auditions. Yeah, producers and then one special audition just for Jimmy Burroughs, who I had met on Frasier. Yeah, <laughs> when I got fired. <laughs> when, you, when you got fired, so uh, so obviously a lot of good good karma in that room. Well, I didn't know what to think during that audition because yeah. I did. It was a monologue too, and I did it. And he went, "No notes." Wow, that's it. That's it. Just All right. no notes. And I laughed. And I was like, "Well, either no notes means yeah." Then you go to that, that actor perfect, trying to analyze or it. It means I can't help this girl. I already watched her <laughs> fail on another show. <laughs> you know, I didn't know what. Of course, it meant and um, and I didn't care because as long as I could keep going back to Mad About You, yeah, I didn't care. <laughs> of course. But he passed me along, and then there were a lot of auditions, and there were a lot of really good actresses who, who had worked a lot. Um, I'm trying to remember names. Yeah, probably, but probably good ones. Probably a good seven or eight of Seinfeld's girlfriends. From 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 the no, show. No, no, <laughs> no. These were like, um, oh, Kathleen Wilhoit, who's a phenomenal actress and um, really good. And 
someone. I mean, I saw her and went, ooh, yeah, okay, she's good. If they're smart, they'll right. hire her, sure. in fact. Um, and other people, and, and I, I saw a couple of them. This was, I think, the Warner Brothers audition where you do it in a theater. So it's like Jeez. 50 oh. people. There's a lot of, like, every executive, everybody's there. And are they laughing doing something like that, or are they trying to SNL cold They're trying to, I think, I don't remember. I didn't pay attention yeah. to them. I was good. doing what I was supposed good. to do, you know? Um, but I'd see other people flipping out. Other actors really flipping out over the process, going, did you see how many fucking people were in there? Jesus. God, how are you supposed to be able to, how are you supposed to do well in an audition when there are that many people? Well, and how I are you thought, supposed to do well in the show when it's a live studio audience? Exactly. That's exactly what I thought. I yeah. Like, well, do you need to take in every single person at the audition? I yes. Mean, <laughs> treat them. Like the anonymous crowd of the, yeah. on the audience. It's like, hey, Danny Glover, maybe if you would just focus on your, uh, on your <laughs> oh sides. God. What happened with you and Danny Glover? All right, well, I was 11, and I was riding my bike <laughs> yeah. back from 7-Eleven. Uh-huh. And I was getting popsicles, because mm. it was summertime, and it was hot. And how do you cool down in the summertime? Popsicle. Thank you. Okay. So I got in the firecracker one, and, uh, and I was biking by, and, uh, and he threw one of those, like, wiffle balls out his car this window. Is a true story? Sure. <laughs> I mean... You, is it? <laughs> For the he throws a wiffle ball at the firecracker popsicle, mm-hmm. and it it go and there's some there's sort of like an urban legend if like the firecracker popsicle gets hit by a ball from somebody in a lethal weapon, then it actually blows up like a firecracker in uh-huh. your face. Even and, though it's, uh, it's ice, even right. though it's ice. Okay, I don't know. Right. See, you're the scientist, so I don't. <laughs> and so then, and it, it does take a scientist right? to realize <laughs> that a popsicle getting hit by a ball would not. Blow Combust. up in your face. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't catch fire yeah. and explode. Um, Thank God I'm a scientist, so I could know those things. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, that's why that that's why you're here. Answer those important questions. So much better off than the rest of humanity. <laughs> you can't work out those. Yeah, yeah. Very sophisticated. Yeah. Well, Thank you for breaking that down. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the part, uh, so the part of Phoebe was just written as a waitress. It, it, it wasn't written no, as. I confused you. That was oh, mad about you. Happened. I see what's happened. Too many okay. hit shows going on. Uh, I'm sorry. She's mad just too about talented. you. Was a waitress. Too... Yeah. And then oh. later they named her Ursula, it, so which happened to be the twin of Phoebe. Later on. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Call back. Because and the Friends thing hap- audition happened because of my exposure to, you know people yeah because <laughs> i was on man about you it really is that whole one thing leads like right yes, to the never, next i never said no to anything i say i every actor is there a lesson to be learned there no, yeah i was just gonna say except yeah. porn you say no to porn. <laughs> you, you always say no to porn. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll always say no to porn. You heard it what here if first. The story's good though. <laughs> first, first time you heard it was here. I I, I just picture some girl <laughs> listening to this podcast going, you know what? It's not looking good. I'm going to do some porn. Do some porn. And then she hears your voice and yeah. goes, "But you know what? Lisa Kudrow says not to do porn. Ever, ever. <laughs> Always say no. Always to porn. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Doesn't matter how good the soundtrack is. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. <laughs> or they're promising a good soundtrack. Sure. Yeah. Sometimes it's they a... promise it'll be a good soundtrack. <laughs> we or got John art. Williams. You're like, do you? In. Uh, uh, I I have to share with you this one uh, mm-hmm. this one friend's memory because it caused uh, it, that show actually caused a breakup of one of one of my best friends. Okay, it was the friends. <laughs> it, 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 it was the friends series. So it's going to make you feel great. Yeah, right. no, but it no. it it, it, yeah. it, it, it well, let me have it. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> friends, friends <laughs> series finale. There might have been a few. Uh, clippings about that. It might have been in the news. Like it was a, no, people it, it, knew about it. It was a national event. How many people saw that? Oh I my don't God. know. Just 
I, tens of millions. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like 50 billion. <laughs> sure. Um, all right. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure you get though. In inter- there's been interviews where people like will quote things like that to you as if like you know, and you just go have to go along with it, right? Like apparently, well, fifty the- billion, I would not. Right. <laughs> she, that I wouldn't. Like, she well, is a scientist. I'm not a. <laughs> that's why I'm not a like legal. Because um, I know that there interviewer. are a few fewer human beings alive on the planet <laughs> just a couple. right now. <laughs> right. Give right. or take. Uh, fifty billion. Uh huh. Yeah. Fifty billion. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Go on. Yeah. Have been watching since the get go. Yes, yeah. and that's the rule of improv. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, in so this is a, it's, a, it's a cultural event, and we're all gathered in the in the dorms. We have a bunch of people just watching the finale together, and uh, so the show ends, and we're all sort of taking it all in that this part of our lives is now ending. And my friend's girlfriend, who we've been advising him to break up with forever, mm-hmm. uh, just pauses for a moment and goes, wow, I wonder what's going to happen next week. No, he didn't. She, she did. and she, oh, she and, did. And she, and she was serious. Oh. And he just looked at her right in the middle of the group and went, we're done. Really? That's it. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Bro- really? Broke up right there in front of everyone. Wow. So I w- what was what I wonder. I'm trying to justify. <laughs> yeah, there must have been something <laughs> else she... leading up to that. The... Well, no, not that. Oh. I mean, yes, break up with her. You can't <laughs> you live know, a can't. life with a person who never knows what's going on. Sure, the, the, but... this was the, the this was the same woman who, after seeing we were all watching a football game together, and then after they showed a replay of a touchdown, she said, "Look, honey, your team scored again." Oh yeah, yeah. I could see making that mistake, <laughs> but she the wonder pers- what's going to happen next week. Maybe she meant. Us, in our lives, in our life. like, what are we going to do next week? Maybe like, if he would have let her finish her thought and not here just here we are this week, right? Yeah. All, 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 all watching he Friends. Pre- what are we doing? He preempted a reasonable explanation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is she the type of girl that would like watch Jurassic Park and go, "Remind me never to take a vacation there," <laughs> and like really mean it? <laughs> Costa Rica looks yeah, terrible. Looks they have, terrible. They have, they have dinosaurs they have there. Dinosaurs there. I've heard about this. <laughs> <laughs> they can do that, you know. Google says they're dangerous. <laughs> Well, uh, but, which they can, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, but one thing I like about uh, you and really the entire Friends cast is that a, a lot of people, if they get one thing like that, as significant as that, they they say, you know what, I'm calling it a day. I'm mm-hmm. good. I I've done I've done that. I, I I'm now a part of American pop culture. Uh, but it doesn't seem like any of you guys have stopped. No one said like, all right, I, I'm good. You guys have all moved on mm-hmm. to different projects mm-hmm. was there was there ever a moment in your head where you thought you know what i'm i'm good or, or was it always just the thought of all right what's next what what, what am i going to do now yeah i think we always all of us felt like mm-hmm. there will be something after this sure there has to be i mean we all chose to be actors and you know schwimmer was also a director and he started a theater company yeah. and i know matthew had written and i you know wrote sketches at the groundlings from time to time mm-hmm. um but yeah i think we all thought about what's next what mm-hmm. are we going to do next? During, we understood, and we were very appreciative, though. Right. That this was probably the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, thing you, that we would. At what point about. does that become like? Do you become aware of that? Like, I mean, the first. Oh, season? not the best in that it was the most like the biggest hit. Right. I mean, the best in that we all had so much fun together. I mean, yeah. it was really fun. Yeah. It's embarrassing how much fun. I was it just going to say. I mean, and then you add on the more we did it, you know, then the less time we had to spend doing it right because it, it became like, like a part-time yes mm-hmm. and then the more money we got yeah for doing it and so. and I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you brought up the more opportunities the that come from all from doing it right 
Like the more opportunities yeah. for film and everything that start coming at you. Right, yeah, because of yeah. The popularity. And film, that's like a crapshoot anyway. So the first know? few seasons, I mean, when you're doing it, or is it just like, all right, let's make the best of this and then like and enjoy each other and you all just bond over the fact that you get you're lucky to get this great job and then Well, we became a big hit immediately. So right. we had um we had that whole thing to bond over, you know, where we came What's out of a happening? photo shoot yeah. and then there was all this paparazzi. We could barely make it to the car and it's Jesus. a little frightening, you know. Um, that's got uh, that's got to be a crazy transition. It was weird. Yeah, that was really weird. But we had each other and most people have to go through that alone. Sure. But we were really grateful to have each other for yeah, you, that. You know? Yeah, you had, you, had all, you had all these people to look around and go, isn't this fucking cool like yeah. and, and then cool and scary and yeah. that's fucked right that yeah happens, <laughs> right that happens because nobody was like, coming oh, in like off another like a, a big star on another show you guys were all kind of breaking yeah. out together well, right everyone knew who courtney cox was right yeah well yeah she, yeah. she had been work- uh, i know she was uh she was on family ties fa- fa- family ties she was one of seinfeld's girlfriends yes uh springsteen video Oh, there you go. Uh, Dancing in the Dark, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Family Ties has one of the greatest theme songs of all time. <laughs> what would you do, baby? Oh, yeah. Without love. And so, then, it's so what soulful. What would you do, baby? <laughs> Sha-la-la-la. It ends with Sha-la-la-la. Sha-la-la-la. Yeah. And the and the the stencing the stencil sketch of the whole family. Yeah. And that just got and that just got you ready for the show. It did. <laughs> you guys had a good theme song too, though. We did. Yeah. I mean. The fact that I mean that's another thing too that like not only is the show and all of you individually become like phenomenal but the th- song for the show is like played on radios mm-hmm. in between the hits like yeah. that's crazy and how about and then I don't remember at what point we were on Oprah either that oh, yeah. summer or right after and she's showing us this package they made of people you know meeting at coffee houses or like internet cafes or I don't know what but like th- mm-hmm. people are talking about it on the internet which was a new thing right. in sure. 1994 you know was that instrumental and in you, in you think in it also becoming a I don't know I don't I don't no. think so no, yeah. you know people having parties and getting together we had no clue that any of that was That's happening right, you really don't and she we're watching this piece with our mouths open and she turns around and she said you all are acting or look like you don't know that this happens. What's going? That this is going on, and we mm. went. We don't. We don't. <laughs> and nobody tells you. Like they're just. Well, I mean, all, I guess who's going to tell us? Yeah, all, the people that have to negotiate you. the new contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, but you're right. Agents, like no one, no one was like, "Wow, oh my god." Maybe they don't want thing. you to get a big head about it and think that you're. I don't know. None of us knew. Well, wow. also on a sitcom, so Oprah like, learned it long on hours. Oprah. On Oprah. Wow. Where we well, you always learn something on Oprah. That. You do. <laughs> that was our aha moment. <laughs> See how it worked. And again. everybody gets friend DVDs, <laughs> right? You get a friend DVD. You get a friend DVD. Yeah. And you get to be on a huge, enormous head. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Oprah. Yeah. Oh my you, God. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I mean, in well, but then that you you had you had such insane fans. Did you? Uh, Do you have any like of those crazy? fan stories did people like name their kids phoebe or anything or like yeah i mean that was like beatlemania like esque yeah. so there had to i mean i th- i i think people did mm-hmm. yeah. all right i don't know next question <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I don't know i mean but yeah. phoebe that's a reasonable name but sure it's I, a great name you know i've met some chandlers really since then. i mean i don't i don't i had never probably. met a chandler before. Yeah, pr- yeah yeah probably chandler bing yeah. Makes sense. Matthew Perry's version. I went to a taping of Friends. It was my first thing in L.A. when I moved here from Seattle to go to uh, USC. Uh, and 
It's 2001. How'd you get tickets? Um, I there was a, a kid who just one of the things at USC like for the student activity center was like go to a taping of Friends at Warner Brothers, and I was like, I mean, it was my first oh, taste wow. of also like wow, oh that's right, living here I have access to you know I had met an, I hadn't seen celebrities yet, mm-hmm. but it was just like oh that oh yeah that's right that film's mm-hmm. here I can it's ten minutes from here I can go and they got a bus to take people. Wow. Um, I think it actually might have been through the Hillel at. Um, Oh, the, the, oh the, really? The Jewish Hello Community House. Center for our yes. business, where I worked um, for an old bitter lady, <laughs> Jewish lady named Fern, who would boss me around and be like, set up the tables for Shabbat dinner. I'm like, Fern, how many tables? 20. I don't know. Just set them up. We don't know who's showing up. I was like, Shabbat Shalom to you and Bah Humbug at the same time. Uh, <laughs> how long was the tape? Our tapings were five ridiculously hours. long. Yeah, yeah, it was. But I mean, I was Only loving five. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've, I've, been to, I've been to sitcom tapings before. That Maybe four and a Much half. longer than that. It's, really? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, Designing Women was like 12 ab- and a half hours. Absolutely. And Brad loved those tapes. Sure, Designing Women. That's my favorite. I'm sorry. That was a joke. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I just went you along with it. You seem too young. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that show. It was great. Yeah. Um, but so it was, yeah, it was like four and a half hours, but it was awesome. And, we I used mean, to have to switch out audiences because they were so That's what I heard. And, uh, yeah, because I think they gave me the option to stay because I think right, people... Yeah. Because, I mean, it does, I mean, people are very excited, the energy, and you guys do a great job, and, and you were, like, joking in between takes and stuff. Yeah. It's also, like, it was the greatest show, on t- so it's, like, everyone is, can't believe they're even this close to you guys. Yeah, yeah. And the whole way you had the Look sets. At, yeah, yeah, right. They can't believe they're that close to us. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, pre- I'm pretty awesome. Pre- I'm, I'm, pre- I'm pretty ridiculous. I'm just trying to agree with you. No, but, hey, you're a great yes, Andrew. But it's the truth, though. Like you, if you could, I see. I wish you. I mean, I'm sure you did look up in the audience and see people's faces. But mm-hmm. like, I mean, there were people like so happy, be, like to the point of tears. Yeah, yeah they were. Um, they were, and and you got that from from the moments, you know, the significant moments of the show, which I think is missing from a lot of shows these days that don't have the live studio audience. Uh, when when Ross and Rachel like first get together like that audience cheer is just like uh-huh. you can tell they're invested in this like right. this isn't some guy that's been like all right and we clap now okay right. we're happy except you know because what? there's so many takes mm-hmm. and because the audience feels a little weird cheering that loud every time sure even though the warm the guy what's it called the warm-up guy yeah yeah he, oh, he was great by the make way sure that everybody like remember mm-hmm. what you did last time okay so right, right. do the same thing again right <laughs> but and giving people snacks and doing singing contests with because, dads because you're recording yeah mm-hmm. i think sometimes they use that first response sure and just put it in with yeah whatever they end up using yeah because it's the most genuine yeah it's the most genuine. And sometimes also, I would think, like, the audience would just laugh so hard over uh, things that weren't jokes. You know, I mean, and things that weren't They're that so funny. Happy. They were just so... And sometimes I got a little aggravated, think, well, how are we ever going to know what's working right. and what isn't? They're <laughs> right. just laughing at everything. God damn it. Be more discriminating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. Bring, yeah, bring, bring in some people that aren't so thrilled to be here. <laughs> that, yeah, that... That, that, we have, that we have to win over. Would you guys try to make each other laugh on set all the time? I'm sure people ask yes. you all the time. Oh my God. Were you friends? Were you real friends in real life? <laughs> right? Yeah, we were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, like in between, like you hear stories, like in between takes, trying to fuck with each other, would you guys? Well, for me, it was um, if they tried to tickle me. What? Matthew and Matt. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like before so a take? Try to tick- no, no. Yeah. In between, you're just waiting for whatever. And, yeah. You know, just try to tickle each other. Hilarious. Like, to me, which is torture to me. I mean, I was. You're, you're, you don't receive tickling. That's tickle torture. Well. well, I'd laugh, but 
I'd want to, I'd laugh, but I'd want to like break his fingers. <laughs> yeah. And I try to tickling be becomes violent try, at a I certain point. I try to point. say, you can't do that anymore, or I, re- I will break. I'll break your fingers. <laughs> you have to boys a thread at some. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, yeah, you know. yeah okay. But I could. I really could, but I won't because I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. But don't make me. Don't make me do that. Don't make, <laughs> don't make me be me the finger that. breaker. And I couldn't ever do. That. <laughs> yeah. When uh when the whole when when the show is over, did you? <laughs> sorry, no, I'm uh, sorry. I'm trying to. Anyway. You're you're great. What? That was fine. This is great. Uh, when the show is over, did you have to make a conscious decision of okay, like did you get other parts that were essentially Phoebe 2.0 that you had to say no to? No. Or did or like because all your characters that you've had uh are have been very different. Yeah. Can we talk about the comeback, please? That's yeah, one do. of my favorite shows ever. Sure. No joke. Yeah. But uh, I wrote that, so that's a different character. But had that been can in the I ba- just go back to one thing, though? Please. Oh, sure. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like Romy and Michelle, that was another dumb girl, Michelle Weinberger. Right. But a mm-hmm. different color dumb, I Yeah, think. you play it. But, I mean, and then I did Opposite of Sex, which was an independent film. Yep. And, you know, that had nothing to do with Phoebe. And I was actually getting to do independent films every year. That had nothing to do with Phoebe. So mm-hmm. I felt was that a way to fulfilled. Kinda, yeah. Like, you know, uh, yes, in that world, in the independent film world, I will not be asked to play Phoebe. Mm-hmm. Studio movies, they might want something a little more like Phoebe. Right. And who cares anyway? It's a fun thing it's to do. Character. I love doing different shades of dumb. Yeah. It's hilarious <laughs> to me. And I think everyone I do comedically is a, like a different shade of dumb. Otherwise, it's not funny. It's people who aren't aware of how they come off. It's the best. And I mean, and Valerie Cherish on the comeback. Like, what shade of dumb is, is the, like, how, do, how do you even... misguided kind of, you know, very superficial, but not really. I mean, she's still a human being, but, you know, just that, like, got to get back in the spotlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She yeah. was for, like, what, it was like three or four years she had the hit show? She had I'm a, sh- it. a show. Yeah. Called I'm It. It yeah. wasn't a hit. Right. Like, they canceled it before it went into syndication. But she thought it was. Well, it was, she was the star of, of the show. Right. Star right. of the show. Um. And so the comeback was, you, I mean, it was, so, it was also the time, too, when reality TV yeah. was so prominent. And it was like such a great, um, just, I mean, usage of that and kind of pointing out how ridiculous it is. Because yeah. you hadn't had her, because, I mean, it was behind the scenes of you trying to make the comeback. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it was a reality. It was the raw footage from a reality show. Right. Cause, and it was only, you know, when we did that, it was probably too soon. For that show. It, it was way ahead of its time. Because way ahead of its time. You know, you and Michael Patrick race, King, right? Michael Patrick King. Sex yeah. and the City, Two Broke Girls. Right. Um, How do you partner up with that guy? Well, we'd known each other. Okay. Yeah, because he was friends with Groundling people. Um, awesome. And so, no, I had, I had met him and I'd see him, you know, at every award show, Sex and the City, would, we'd have to get out of their way so they could go collect <laughs> their award, you know, and then everyone would be like, Who's, why do you know that guy? Yeah, well, it's show. like yeah. it's like well because I've had to get <laughs> up and move for him yeah. four no, four times I a do, year because I knew him from yeah. before. Yeah, and, sure. you know I'm sorry. <laughs> Are <laughs> people that run. kind of like when they see uh, big places? They're just like if you have a, a couple, you know. If you and Danza are getting into it, and, and they're like, "How do you know Danza?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah, she wouldn't do my show back in the day, but it's uh, you know." And I'm a big fan of uh, you know Friends and like no. with that. And then they'd be like, "How do you?" But were, were people that kind of I don't know intrusive about like why do you know that no no i meant like our table they'd be like why oh. are you smiling and laughing with the people who are getting our award oh i so, got gotcha. just like because we're friends yeah so i'm happy for him yeah we're doing okay yeah. aren't we yeah, <laughs> <You know? right. laughs> yeah no no one was that bitter okay but so yeah so we 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 
just decided to do this. And it was right after he was done with Sex and the City and I mm-hmm. was done with Friends. But it was the second season of Amazing Race. That's all that had been on. And for reality were, TV. For reality TV. There were no real housewives. Right. No Jersey Shore, yet. no Honey Boo Boo. No, there had been the Osbournes and uh, Anna Nicole Smith. Those are the only two sort of like bio reality shows. And we just thought, we knew that it was starting to take over. Because... Because they're cheaper to do. And, yeah, you, and you just saw it. We saw it. And I, and I also, to me, what was so, so soul-shaking about these shows was that it was, um, you know, humiliation was great. Yeah. That's what this represented. It was, you know, sort of, you know, dignity. Who needs that? Yeah, and, sure. And, you know, any kind of propriety. And so, hell, they, hell, they had a, a, at the show Joe Millionaire, they they <gasps> yeah. put the little slurp thing on the bottom indicating a blowjob, and that was the hit oh, thing of the show. Jesus. Like, 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 and that was the selling point. And yeah, like all, like all the but reality shows. Was that shows. the one where the guy didn't know? Like, there was, he was the, there he, was one guy that had no idea that it was. Oh, no, that was. Everyone was an actor, but that he, was, oh. that was Joe Schmo. Right. Whoa, I mean, this what? is to me. It's yeah, like, American Idol. We just got thirsty for seeing people get duped and just and, humi- be, well, and humiliated. And yeah. on Amazing Race, the thing that really sort of sparked, you know, the, the idea yeah. was there was this couple on Amazing Race, and they were bickering, and they <sighs> had to do this one challenge where, and they decided that she would be the one to drink this very spicy stuff that makes you vomit, and so, but you had to get it down, and she was drinking and then vomiting. And then and vomiting and then crying and he's yelling at her like, oh my hey, God. what do you get it down? She's like, I can't help it, you know, oh and crying God. and vomiting and the camera's on her and I went, and I thought I'm watching someone like vomit and cry. Yeah, on national television and riveted. When I wasn't riveted, oh, okay. I was horrified yeah. and I thought, what's happening? This isn't good. This is no good at all. And just thought, okay, so what's more humiliating than you're going to be on a reality show called The Comeback? Like who would sign up for that? Nobody. What an right. idiot! And so. but but now, it, but now you look at uh, you 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 look at the things that you were doing on the comeback, and this is in two thousand five. I want to like uh-huh. yeah. And now you you look at reality shows that you were parodying, and that's become the standard. Right. The set the setting up of shots. The oh let's let's do this again. The yeah. utter yeah. humiliation. And people... Oh, it's so much more tame than you know, Real Housewives of anywhere. Sure, you know, like Valerie would never make it. On no, one of those shows. <laughs> I mean, she's nowhere near disgusting enough. I also love too that you did expose those, like having to reshoot things. Like that Palm Springs episode is like so good. Yeah, that's a good one. And uh, like when you're when you meet, uh, like when you're pulling up to the uh, resort and you get out, and they're like, "No, we got to do it again." And then the guy who is giving you the who um, he's telling you to like pimp out the uh, the navigator, like navigator. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he gets out to like <laughs> rub it down real quick, and just him sitting in the back seat and being like and like correcting you on like how to present the navigator. Wow, this car really has a smooth. <laughs> Ride. Uh, you mean the navigator has a smooth yeah. ride, please? Can you say the navigator <laughs> for our people? You're just like, oh, okay, we're not going to say that again. Like, this is <laughs> right. so good. Where she finally sort of stands up. Oh yeah, yeah. But now, but but now you 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 see stuff like that in reality shows where someone's about to do some sort of competition, and you'll be wearing isotoner gloves. Isotoner gloves have insane grip that will allow you to complete mm-hmm. this challenge, and that's happening now. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure probably... But we knew it was happening then. I mean, I don't think, right. I don't think we were inventing anything. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think... 
But you, you just had the wherewithal to see it. Scripted, it was starting to happen with scripted TV. Mm-hmm. It was sort of new that now, in order to offset budgets, right. people were having to incorporate, you know, there was product placement and stuff and right. trying to incorporate products into their shows. So I, I, was, I just like that with your, with, that with your projects, uh, whether it be The Comeback, which uh, is doing reality shows. It's a fake reality show before that genre existed mm-hmm. uh, or web therapy where it's all improvised mm-hmm. and it really is all improvised. I just yeah. found that out last yeah. week. Oh, I, th- you didn't know? I thought, I thought, I thought it was scripted because the lines you guys come up with are, are, yeah. are just, yeah, he watched genius. a bunch of episodes well and then I was like, you know, they're making all that up. But he's like, nah, it's, it's I, well edited. <laughs> I mean, how, how long does that take and to well get formed? I mean, we oh, have phenomenal people. I know. Well, I mean, you, Look it starts it. with you though. Like you have to be like, you know, cause well, every, and Don Roos, and Dan Bukatinsky. Yeah. And, you know, Don Roos is directing, and we can hear him, you know, in our ear, and sometimes he'll throw out a line. That's great. That we should say. Just to take fantastic. it in another direction, right? Or just. Oh, as you're going. Line, you have, okay. As we're going. Or he'll say, all right, can you go back and let's get this part? It's awesome. That. <laughs> we, we, we write the outlines, you know, right. we, we arc the stories and stuff. And, and we also talk with the actor who's going to be doing it. Sometimes they, like Lily Tomlin came in to meet with us, and we were there for three hours, and oh my God, she came. She came up what with so like? much fantastic stuff. Yeah. And then she shows up with mm-hmm. wigs and props <laughs> and you know her Jesus. like hair and makeup people who then make little wigs for her little puppets and little puppets for her <laughs> idea. Holy crap. She was unbelievable. Oh my gosh, she's like And at what point I mean from the get go she is who she is. Of course. Sure. Yeah. At the, what from the get go when you started reaching out to people, was it just like I mean, everyone was like, Yes, you plus that idea for a show sounds I want to be a part of it or Yeah, and it was just a web series. And so, right. you know, we asked Jane Lynch, who mm-hmm. I didn't really know. I just thought she was great. Yeah. And I think Dan Bukatinsky yep. sort of knew her and she was like, Sure, that sounds fun. And she had shot the pilot for Glee. So that was just really lucky. That, right. You know, in, and then it's like, well, yeah, because then Glee breaks. Yeah. yeah. And then Bob Balaban, yep. who's, I, I'm friends with him, and he said he would do it, which is a big deal. You know, I, you, know you get people that actors respect. Yep. And sure. And, and it, takes, it, it, it takes a lot for an actor to be like, wait, but there's no script. I have no lines to fall people, back on. Because well, these people yeah, did, trained. you know, like Christopher Guest movies. Sure. And Tim Bagley. Tim Bagley's oh, an Tim, Bag- Tim Bagley's great. But like, are the people... And pe- Drew. Drew. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, he was yeah. great. He was great. He was so good. Um, but, but then like Meryl Streep reached out to you, right? No. No, no, no. no. Okay. No. No, I saw her and she was like, oh, I like that L Studio thing you're doing. And I was like, oh, web therapy. She's like, yeah, what, that's funny. What, how do you do that? And it's improvised. It is? Oh, that sounds fun. I said, it is really fun. If you ever want to do it, I'd love to. Shh, and I said, well... <laughs> You just said that. <laughs> so, you so, just said you would. So, you know, of course, now I'm actually I'm going to email you. She said, "Well, yeah, I hope you do." Wow, and I my. did, and she said, "Yes." That's. I mean, and we said, "When are you available?" Because we'll yeah, fly out. Let's like, do I it immediately. Care. Yeah. Sure. Now, is it something like that? I mean, she's not known for being an improviser, but I mean, is she just a, su- such a great a- actor that like she, that's in her repertoire? Or did she have any experience doing that? I think. I mean, I think. Most actors, right. anyway, yeah, they know how to listen and respond, right. and and no, and she does know how to improvise. Because she I mean, was I think so funny, she's unbelievably <laughs> like you guys sharp. She so was not good. fed lines so much. I mean, she's she's takes her time, really quick. You know? yeah. She's just quick, smart, and funny. And then you know, she also walked in and said, "Oh, I need to." 
talk to the, is the electrician here? Uh, he's over there. And we thought, lighting? Is that mm-hmm. why, maybe? I don't know. No, of course not. She doesn't do that. She wanted to talk to the electrician about um, what's it called when you have, I, I can't remember what it's called, when you have like the two prongs touching each other. And he's like, suicide point. Right, that, thank you. Because she worked that into, that's why gay sex is wrong. <laughs> she, <laughs> because she was a gay conversion yeah. therapist. Yeah. And she was just trying to say, Because hu- your you know, husband in the show, right? Had, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and she was, was talking about... She was treating him because he was about to run for office. And so the Republican backers needed him to, quote unquote, straighten out. Right. So they sent him to her. <laughs> and the and picture she had of like you, right? I remember she showed... She didn't show. She just described right. pictures of me sort yeah. of looking up. Naked. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. But she was just trying to say, see, you know, you have a female part and a male part with, you know, electricity. <laughs> and that's how they go together and it connects. But when you got two prongs, <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> that, doesn't, doesn't, that doesn't work. <laughs> and she said, it's called the suicide point. <laughs> and it's just so smart. Yeah. I when, mean, it's so clever. And so for her to take a second, too, to like really get the terminology down just makes that whole moment even... But yeah, and then that's her. But that's her. I are mean, you in that just, moment like, wow, I'm, even, like I'm d- doing this with Meryl Streep? Or are you... I had to get rid of that as quickly yep. as possible. I had to like just okay, you're Fiona Wallace, and this is Camilla Bonner. Mm-hmm. And then, but like, e- and my earpiece wasn't working. Okay, so we're starting off, and I can't hear her. And I think she thought it was because she was doing like a soft-spoken character, but it, that wasn't it. It was that my earpiece wasn't working. And uh, anyway, I don't know. <laughs> I feel bad because I don't feel like I ever made it clear to her. So, Meryl, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> oh, she is. Please oh, understand. Yeah, her, uh, her and Danny Glover get together every Sunday and listen wow. to it. Wow, they do. It's also genius too to use the Skype. Like, I mean, that's such a big, um, just tool that, like, you know, it's such a relatable thing that people use. And mm-hmm. and why uh, a shorter amount of therapy session? Did you feel like that was like more? Well, because we thought that. Um, the idea of that was, A, because it's the dumbest thing. I'm do people right. actually do Skype therapy? I'm sure, right? Yes, they do mm-hmm. now more than ever. But I think because at the, the time, there were therapists who had clients you know, in town who would leave town and then they would just have a session. Because you know, sometimes people have a session over the phone when yeah. they're on vacation. And so people would sometimes use Skype like to have a session. But it, it's not really uh, loud. I mean, you know. I don't know what the formal psychiatric association, it's not to be done. It's not. And, um, and there certainly wasn't, you know, therapy being offered on the web. You know, that was just something that I thought was the dumbest idea in the world. And that people do think we're doing things on the web, like shopping and then dating, you know, Mm -hmm. finding dates, like intimate things too. And I thought, well, what's next? The therapy. And then you knock that out in three minutes too, because no one wants to do anything longer than three minutes. Our attention span now, which it turns out, thank God, is not true. Right. You know, mm-hmm. people will look at things yes. longer than three minutes. Yes. Thank God uh, for that since this podcast is a little over an hour. So that's yeah. good. And <laughs> there's nothing to look at. It, yeah. What? Have you done podcasts before? What are we look at? What is anyone looking at? Uh, there's cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done podcasts before? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. What do you think about this whole medium of, of just programming? It's like, it's cool, right? Radio. It's yeah. Great. Yeah. Right. I mean, isn't it? 
Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Just what do I not know about ground. it? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much what you just described it as. You guys will shoot like what, three episodes in like a weekend? Like because it is In so... a weekend, we'll do like 15 webisodes. So like each person will do three pretty yeah. much and we'll do two people a day and these over people, three days. And I mean, now you've had Conan and uh, uh, I mean, uh, Courtney Cox, right? They won. Yeah. I mean, can you do you, Chelsea Handler? That was hilarious. Um, Billy Rose Crystal, o- Rosie O'Donnell, Rosie O'Donnell, Steve Carell. Yeah, that one was so good. Oh my Michael God. did one. Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. Yeah. yeah, we had him back too. Yeah, he plays Victor Garber. Plays my husband, and yeah. he's <laughs> he's his boyfriend. Yeah, so good. Is that fun too? To like when you get together with a guy like that and like improvise people that you just yeah like you know but you haven't worked with in a while right like yes yes so kind of, Tim you Bagley get right in, yeah. and Michael McDonald and Conan that was I mean because he was so good this is like you know Conan and I haven't played you know like that since like I don't know before 1993 wow wow yeah because when you're on those talk 94. shows that's I mean you're still playing more or less but there's a little right. bit more of yeah. yeah but we used to do bits like right. you know we'd like be driving somewhere and we would do a bit in the car and it was really fun and and I forgot about it cuz I forget everything yeah that I don't need but then <laughs> we we're doing this thing we we're done he said oh that was exactly like you know we were like driving somewhere and like what would you do like, in the car oh my God, that's right that's what we would oh my god yeah. just these like stupid bits yeah but that was so much fun it was really fun we, he because he would just like go off <laughs> and his thing he's so dry he was, too like, well, there was some metaphor we got all caught up on and it was <laughs> it was i i think i laughed at what i broke <laughs> at one point but he was like no no and i said well you know he he's I, he said well you said therapy's a two-way street and i said okay well i'm gonna go down another street and he said you can't because it's a cul-de-sac no no then i'll choose a different street. he's like well they no, they they close that off they're doing work on it and they closed it off <laughs> it's like wait and, this and, is uh, apples and oranges yeah, and that's that, a different metaphor yeah, like, it was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that just shows how good conan is because the the, the 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 first rule of improv is <laughs> yes know. and and he's saying no which is the one thing you're not supposed to do yet he's still I making know. it work and, he, but, and he's still making it fun i mean the first rule of impro- improv is everything's okay yeah sure so even a no has to be okay. I mean, it was too much fun. And, you know, he also, his, at first we came up with a character for him to do. And he was like, eh, let's not. Really? He's Let me just be me. And, you know, it's funnier if, you know, she doesn't watch my show and she doesn't oh, yeah, that was know so who good. I am. She doesn't even think mm-hmm. I'm funny. It's like, oh, Yeah, you kept God, calling him, so I think, a different name in it or something. Or you're Andy, well, you were like, Conan. Andy's funny. Yeah. yeah, like, Andy's so funny. Yeah, yeah. And you kept Andy's like, really funny. Yeah, you kept He's recalling so bits he'd done. it really bugged him, you know, <laughs> that Andy might be funnier. Do you base a character like... And Conan. Uh, and he'd yeah. say, it's, just, it's Conan. Yeah. It's like, okay, Conan. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not Dutch. <laughs> Do you base like that uh, hurt Fiona or Valley on like pe- like actual therapist or actor that you? I mean, no, no. Just, no. Look, like, I'm, I'm shaking my head. No, like, and everyone understands what that means. <laughs> but I mean, like, what? How do you start like with uh, to create those? Like, wh- wh- what are you pulling from to go? That's who. This is who Valerie is. Oh well, um, Valerie actually did a character in The Groundlings. Okay. That had no name. It was just I did a monologue, and it was your favorite actress on a talk show. Because um, I wanted to make fun of phony actresses on talk shows, yeah. you know, who were there pretending not to be promoting themselves, but really there for, about a, you know, a cause, right. you know. Right. And I loved that monologue. I had that person just, you know, talking about how, you know, it's just what I'm, what's really, really important is the environment. 
You know, so please, please, people, please save the planet as a favor to me. <laughs> I'll love you for it. I really will. Like, just so phony in that accent. And yeah. What, we yeah, what, it, yeah. What is that accent they, they do with Valerie? Like, it's got like a slight southern twang to it. But yeah, not, it is it's sort not, of. Yeah. But it's that like phony actor sort of like, what era are you from? That you're <laughs> talking like that. Right. Yeah. 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 I almost feel like it's from the 1920s. Like, <laughs> yeah. even those little speakeasy pictures. <laughs> Oh, go, oh, it gets crazy. Sort of, but I mean, if you watch people even in like the 70s or 80s, there's mm-hmm. still a little bit of diction or, you know, like that kind of stuff happening. Had, so. Now, to find the, like more of like uh, Valerie, though, like is that just through like, do you like, once you come up with the show, like just kind of do some e- improv exercises to flesh her out more? Like, because she's so defined. Like, I mean, even like in the scene in that Palm Springs one where she's trying to get the. Um, the chairs at the by the pool and that interaction you have with the young girl about how you know she's like well we're safe like my friends we got here at 7 a.m but all my friends are napping but there were five open chairs and you're just yeah. kind of like oh well it's okay so but there's just this beautiful awkward moment of like being well nobody's using them but like you just saw i don't know every moment she's you know exactly out, like how do i get what i want yeah and how do you like how do you get to the point of flushing that uh we just know her inside and out. Just from that monologue in the Groundlings, you knew who this person. No, no, not okay. at all. Not from just that monologue. But, but you know, we just, you know, Michael and I knew that she had, you know, what her motivation always is is, how do I get what I want? Right. Mm-hmm. How, how do I get what I want and then stay nice and have everyone like me stay at the same time? Totally. Because I was gonna say because she's always so likable and like never and losing her cool. All and always yeah. smiling. Which is like even, like even when she's even she's when she's insulting the producer uh, Laura Silverman's character mm-hmm. and just like oh well if you hadn't done it that way then uh, <laughs> we'd be doing something better <laughs> and just like smile then that total condescension it's just it, and it, it, and I was watching it just going I've met so many people like yeah. that in this damn business or her also not listening to people yeah like when Laura's character starts saying something and they're walking onto the set and she's like uh-huh do you have a boyfriend Jane no no oh you know put a pin in that because look at here we are <laughs> like, it's sort of, instead of just saying like I'm not I'm not even a little bit interested anymore because now yeah sure. I, it's about me yeah <laughs> and my set yeah. and this is a good moment for the show oh dude, that was big because yeah. you care about too <laughs> Our show, my show, our show. Yeah, yeah. You like know? those two uh, gay men that you met in that like in the Palm Springs <gasps> yes, one. Yes, that was John Regi Was one of them. He was writing so on funny. the show, and he's a phenomenal writer. The, they get the bald dude with mm-hmm. the yeah, yeah. And they can, and, and that's just a whole moment where he they. Was so good. He's like, well, my parents don't. We haven't come out to his parents yet, and you were just like, well, this would be a great time to do it. On the <laughs> I show. know, isn't that awful? Of and her? you got him to sign it. Yes. And, mm-hmm. Talked him into coming out. But they were on awful. board with it, though. I, you don't feel bad because they were like so. I know, but you yeah, know, of course. that's you know she's not an indecent person, but no. she definitely has her agenda, and then everyone else can pick up their own pieces. Right? <laughs> Do you think there has to be a balance of like seeing um, Valerie get kind of like when you got that phone call that they, you know from um, uh, Malin Ackerman's character about like we're all at this party and like why aren't she like he made a joke about how she's not invited and, and you were like oh no it's because I'm spending the weekend away right. so like you feel so it almost felt justified for you to then uh, get them to come out on the show because you're like oh she's going through some shit too so it's mm-hmm. yeah do you yeah, think there has yeah. to be that balance of like you feel bad and then it's justified well yes because I mean the truth is it's all true I mean it's it's all true I mean people are it's not an easy 
well, what career is easy? Like, yeah. What career are people not being like shit on? Sure. All the time. I was about to say juggler, but no, they get a lot of shit. Oh, they get so much shit. <laughs> and no, they're some of the most skilled people on the planet. You know, I just think that's that's how it goes. You know, that's that's just how it goes. It's full of rejection, and there's bitterness, and there's backstabbing, and nastiness, and um, and then also, you know, but you need to get what you need. Yeah. And you know, for a lot of artists, they need to be able to do their art, so they put up with stuff. But for her, it's not even about the art. It's just, you know, got to get back in that spotlight. That's what it's about. No, it's not. <laughs> but that's not what it's about. <laughs> yeah, and we deliberately had her married to a very successful hedge fund guy. Right, sure. So she doesn't need money. This isn't about getting that job to it's, pay the rent. It's just to be back in. It's, it's, it's just for fame. Or because that's she it. has no one in her life. She has a husband who loves her, and she loves him. So it's not like she's all alone, and right. this is her own. We, I've deliberately made it that, you know... You don't need this. What are you doing? What are you signing up for? Yeah, you don't yeah. need it. Yeah, yeah. It's not important. But, you know, to her it is. She's very damaged. So Yeah, and, and I, I so that's why you like her. Yeah, and I think, that, I, I think that's one thing on the show that you got that definitely flash forward now to what we see on reality TV. Mm-hmm. It's what we see constantly is people that have – and it, it's almost – it's sad that like they have so much, mm-hmm. uh, the, whether it be the housewives, Kardashians, whatever, mm-hmm. have so much, but they're still trying to still trying to get more and still trying to be like this is. I know I have to be famous. This this has to happen. Yeah. It, it's uh, we were talking to uh, Doctor Drew. He was a, a another guest on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And he said it used to be people would say I I, I want to grow up and be like a fireman or a cop or mm-hmm. a, a job. Now Ninja people, Turtle. yeah. Well, pfft. Uh, that was me. Until about, about nine, right? And my mom was like, "Well, you, you know, you gotta lose some weight first. <laughs> he was a she told me I couldn't wear sweatpants at my bar mitzvah. That was her passive way of telling me to lose weight. She was a little bit of a bigger kid. <laughs> well, how does a mom tell her son yeah, to you lose don't. weight for yeah, his bar mitzvah? It was tough. Yeah, but I think that you can't wear sweatpants was a good, That's good angle on it. Yeah, <laughs> but even so, I was like, "What do you mean I can't wear sweat?" I was like, "I can wear a suit top and sweatpants. Like that'll be." But no, oh, Adam. <laughs> 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 that face was perfect. Oh God! If you all could see it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I lost. My Were you Bob Mitzvah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're Jewish. I, I had no idea. Yeah. Now what? <laughs> yeah. No, well, but, uh, well obviously change? I'm cool <laughs> with it. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I know. Yeah. It changes everything. This is, I know this business. This is my partner. <laughs> I'm good. This is my heterosexual life made over yeah. here. So yeah, have you ever been to a bar mitzvah? Weird to meet a Jew in this business. I know, I know. <laughs> did you go to a lot of bar mitzvahs? I did. The I best, did. right? Weren't they fun? After a while, they're almost like parties for or weddings for kids. Yeah, no, I'm glad you had fun at them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for you. you know, Wait, but, like, but we were going to ask something. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. It was, but it was good. Bar mitzvah tangents. Do not need to t- somewhere. <laughs> oh well. No, no. You said no. It was that. Uh, is that people say that now they don't want a certain career. Now kids say that they just. Oh yeah, that, Dr. Drew. That that they just want to be famous. Famous, yeah. right? That's the goal. And, I know. And that's it. And I know. And you and you but were that's someone. That's what we were doing. That's exactly mm-hmm. what we were trying to address. Was that there's no there no good comes of this. Mm-hmm. This is not a goal. And we could see that that's what people were after. I mean, they were really just after being famous. And like, how can you not know that that leads to huge disappointment that you might not recover from, and it's dangerous. It's limiting. You have a short it. lifespan. And then we were wrong because it is a goal and it is a career. Yeah, yeah. Kardashians are cleaning up with that. Yeah. Just being famous. And and you're and you're someone that can attest that it's not all it's 
like it's not all it's cracked out to be and you don't have to just be famous you can have your work and you can mm-hmm. have your personal life separate mm-hmm. and you and you've managed to do that right and you're and you're proof that you don't have to you don't have to be like in the public at all times yeah all times. you don't do have a great to know job everything is there like a secret to that or you just don't i mean you say you don't go out a lot so that's yeah, a big we part don't of go it out. And so, I'm married to someone who's not in the industry, so that's all, you know that's great, right? Was that like a plan, or was it just? No, we were together, and yeah. we got engaged for a season of Friends, and then we got married that summer. Yeah. So, and we stayed together. <laughs> we, you know, what? Paid, and we paid attention to our marriage. <laughs> Wait, is that the secret? Yeah, Jesus. You, well, you, you actually have to work, like work <laughs> at it. You do. Ah, I thought it was just all coming natural to people. <laughs> so, what do you guys do for fun? Like watch movies and stuff. Play tennis? Do you still play tennis? No. Okay. I don't. All right, next question. <laughs> Did you ever want to be a pro tennis player? No. Okay. Do you like to watch it? Have no. you been to like Wimbledon? I don't like, US Open? I don't like, I'm not a sports spectator. Oh, really? At all? At all. I don't care. Is your husband? I don't care because it's not about me. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm actually becoming That's more That's where the actor thing comes in. That's exactly. where you go, why, why should I watch these other people yeah. get, get fame recognition? What's interesting about this? I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, that jersey doesn't have Kudra on the back of it. I know. I don't get it. So. Yeah, it's actually true. Like, I'm a huge basketball fan mm-hmm. and from Seattle, and they uh, took the Seattle Supersonics and moved them to Oklahoma City three years ago. I'm not going to get into it because I'll start crying. But um, <laughs> but it was a big – but the last four years, I haven't been emotionally invested in the way that a dude is with their team. Mm-hmm. And it was – I mean, a giant bummer, but also kind of like – I was like, wow, now I have all this time and energy that I can put more into my career uh-huh. and my family and right. care about things that actually – yeah. Instead of a group of men who don't even know that I exist. No, they don't. They don't care about you. They don't care about this podcast. How's it going? God, Kudrow needs to get closer to that mic. Well, Danza might be thinking that. Uh, That's just because he's a mic specialist. He does. Um, All right. So what do you guys do? Are we done? I I, I want to hear what what you like to do for fun. Yeah, we're winding down. What do I do for fun? I don't. Nothing. Everything's fun to me. (laughs) I'm just that person. Yeah, you are though. Yeah, well, she finds she, she finds a joy. I mean, you you could be doing anything right now. You decided I want to hang out with uh, my nephew's friend and and his midget life mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly how I'd put it. <laughs> yes, out of here. Yes, uh, le- yes. Let's uh, clarify that I said the M word before the little people of America start picketing outside <laughs> Kudrow's mansion. Yeah. <laughs> Do they, do they? Man. <laughs> That's so funny. That's what we call it. <laughs> we have a sign. Just Kudrow's mansion. Yeah. <laughs> you guys That'd have be big. Ridiculous. That would be great. That sounds like a great name for a for like a Hootie and the Blowfish cover band. <laughs> Kudrow's mansion. Kudrow's mansion. Hey, we're uh, Kudrow's mansion, and this is Hold My Hand. Let's go. <laughs> you and me, oh we come from different worlds. Oh, wait, no, that's only one to be with you. Oh, you know, whatever. That's fine. Is I'll Hold My that. Hand a real song? Yes, it By is. By Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Well, what kind of music do you like? I like, you know, I don't know, all kinds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you sing karaoke ever? No. Why not? Absolutely no. <laughs> wow. It's not is, fun is it, for me. Is, is there like a karaoke <laughs> horror story from your past? No. That was a definite Like a no. couple glasses no. of Chardonnay no. maybe won't? No. That's not fun for me. Okay. Never, never. That that's. F- what, I mean, when he's like, "What do you do for fun?" I'm not kidding. No, I mean, nothing. Take it easy. That's not fun. For movies, me. TV shows. Have you? I like movies and TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> do you I color? Do. Like, what do you? <laughs> color. I like coloring. Um, she reads uh, highlights magazines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's Waldo books? They've got puzzles in those. <laughs> so I do like them a lot. 
Puzzles. My one of my nieces. I have twin nieces or four year old girls. One of them now goes to sleep with a puzzle. Really? Yeah. Well, like it's a, like, uh, like how a, do you do that? Instead like a of stuff, animal, to be awake like, to do a like, puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> she's that good. Yeah, yeah. She's there's some issues beyond that. Uh, no, yeah, no. She she'll like put it in her bed and and on top of the box and do pieces and then put it aside and then she always knocks it over because she's you know sleeping. And <laughs> That's really cute. It's adorable. And I'm trying to figure out like what does that mean? Like she is very uh, cerebral too. Mm-hmm. So. But uh, she wants to do bigger ones now. Like she'll do, she does like the fifty-piece ones that are like a, a cow or a cat. How old is she? Four. Oh my gosh, that's just, that's I, really young for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm still not doing the puzzles. Small hands doesn't work out. Oh, is yeah. that why? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, we, we I never, you know what? I don't do them either. No interest it doesn't work out. <laughs> what about Sudoku? I'm trying to find. I did love Sudoku. Okay, yeah, there I we go big on sudoku and then i stopped and enjoying the challenges so sudoku became easy for you no no oh i just didn't like the challenging ones so yeah. i just you know yeah, when i'm hard. on a plane i do the easy ones okay that you could just sort of do without having are to. you a crossword puzzle person i don't love crossword puzzles okay. so much i feel like they mock me <laughs> <laughs> they do yeah right yeah yeah because it's like you know f- you get one word wrong and then it, nothing else works. And it just, <laughs> it's insulting and mean. And Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know you have a busy schedule inside the Kudrow Mansion. And yeah, so, so I've got to get back. Yeah. So yeah. I've got to polish the sign. <laughs> <laughs> to polish so, the statue of you outside your... So that everybody knows. This is the Kudrow Mansion. People do have sta- I, uh, statues of themselves. There are, you know, there are people who are that vain. Mm-hmm. For instance, Danny Glover has three statues <laughs> in his front yard. Really? Yeah, from yeah. each from each lethal weapon. Oh, really? No, yeah, he doesn't at all. Oh. But he probably Why does. Stuff up? <laughs> yeah, just, I'm trying to test out my acting chops on you. <laughs> but I believe. I mean, I believe. Yeah. Up until your popsicle burst into. <laughs> Were you on board with that story for a minute? For a second, I yeah. thought, I, okay, so Danny Glover was visiting. Seattle. <laughs> I guess that would happen. I don't know. Sure, as, fixation. As <laughs> but uh, but the, the the fact that you uh, can, that that you continue to find new and interesting ways to challenge yourself and new projects and and you you just keep putting yourself out there and putting out great work. Thank you. And it and it's very it's very admirable. And Thank uh, you very much. and uh, this podcast is going to rank right up there with you know it's like with the, my other achievements. achievements. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, friends, come back, analyze this about last night podcast. That's the. the <laughs> I like how she just laughed that off. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly that's what they won't say. <laughs> <laughs> that's silly. This podcast. That's silly. This podcast is way better than analyze this. <laughs> so great. Not true, by the way. <laughs> but uh, we. But. <laughs> I'm trying to wrap this up in a civilized manner. Let let him end it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Let him let it be over. But we both walk me to my car. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. Really. Thank you. This was. Did you have fun? Yeah. Did you appreciate the the Rite Aid jar candles? We try to set the tone a little bit. Well, I don't know where they're from. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice them. Oh, but did you notice the uh, the melon vanilla cake smell? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Good. I did. Did (laughs) No, this place is very clean. Thank you. Go. Adam Ray, keeping Very it real. Good. I'm Girls, an adult. Just yeah. so you know. Hey, thank you. He knows how to keep clean. <laughs> what was that? Noise? I don't know. That was just me being. That was me confirming that with an excited. What well, sounded sort of like your mother getting excited? Like <laughs> someone maybe. She's way too excited. She'll, we'll be at Subway, and she'll be like, uh, "I'll have a six-inch uh, meatball on," and then she'll just stand there and like look over at me and look at the cashier and go, "Do you recognize him?" Oh, <laughs> after the movie. 
One movie. I'm not famous at all. One according to Jim guest star, a movie, a couple of little smaller things. You just go, it was just in a movie. Yeah. The person will be like, oh, is that? And then they'll, oh, what movie? And then, oh, Sandra Bullock. Well, yeah. yeah. Big, big, and just no really pitch it to everybody. Yeah. Your mom's so supportive. That's sweet. Oh, it's really great. supportive. You yeah, have it's, to have that. You do, yeah. And now, and, and now she's going to be like, do you recognize his voice? This is the one that talked to Lisa Kudrow? Sure. Run over now. Oh, she'll brag about Dr. it. Dr. Drew Pinsky? Absolutely. He's I love Dr. Drew. So great. Mm-hmm. So smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, thank you for coming yeah, on. thank you, Lisa. We do appreciate it. And we know you have tons of stuff going on. So the fact that you carved time out of your day for this li- for this little podcast, no, we, tru- we truly appreciate no it. No problem. I TiVo, so everything is still <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. Thank God for TiVo. Jesus. <laughs> we got, so yeah. thank you, TiVo, yeah. for allowing Le- Lisa Kudrow to be here. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. so 1990. I was just going to say Well, you have you have to get back to your TiVo, so we will allow you to do that. And <laughs> thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Thank Little Caesars too. I mean, you too. can turn the sound off anytime you want, right? Yeah, no, and then it's sure. over. And then it's Blackout. over. Yeah. 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 If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger. Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to YouTube.com slash WaitForItComedy no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny and I love you Seeking the truth never gets old Introducing June's Journey the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.